welcome to another episode of Offbeat Grad. This week we are talking to my friend Eva, who's actually from Croatia, which is exciting. So this is a really international podcast now. And I know Eva from Semester at Sea, which was a program I did in my gap year when I was done with high school. I took a year off. And I traveled the Semester at Sea, which is basically this unbelievable program that lets you get college credit while you travel around the world on a cruise ship, which sounds fake, but it's not. And so I met her doing that, and we've been good friends ever since. And she actually started her own business, which is wild. And this girl is out here. She has a like legitimate business with employees.、Um, she's a digital marketing company. I'll let her tell you about that because I don't understand how it works. But anyway, let's get into it. As always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and enjoy the episode. Well, you can start by introducing yourself. Oh God, that that was unexpected. <laughs>、uh, so my name is Eva.、Uh, I live in Croatia. I know Sam because we travel together. Through semester at sea, basically we went、um, to four continents for months、um, together.、Um, and after semester at sea, I came back to Croatia,、um, where I started my own business. And now we work for almost four years, and it's been very, very exciting.、Um, I'm not sure what else to share. Well, what does your business do? Like you say, I started my own business, but like, what did you like start?、Uh, what did you do? Yeah, it's digital marketing agency. Basically, it's a full service digital agency because we do web development, so web apps, mobile apps, and also all of the digital marketing services,、um, like SEO, social media, and all that stuff. So, what do you do in your company? Because I know you're not the only one in it. <laughs> Yeah, when we started,、uh, like we were only five of us, so I I did everything like it always goes in a small company. So I was also、um, responsible for finances and for hiring people, because obviously you don't have an HR department when there's five. Yeah. Um. So you basically do everything, but now we grew to twelve people in four years. Um, so now I'm mostly in charge of business development, so sales, and、uh, I run my marketing team. So it's twelve people is still more than my the place I worked, which had like six, <laughs> and they've been open for like fifteen years. So、yeah. that was shameful. But yeah, so、um, you got a master's degree. Yes, what did you study? I studied business and international business.、Um, So basically, yeah, that that's that's the field where I'm.、Um, new stuff. Yeah, <laughs> your new、I'm、stuff in business. So, did you know you wanted to start your own business, like in college? Like, I don't remember you. I guess I remember you talking a little bit about it on semester at sea, but I also didn't listen because there was too much going on. Yeah. But <laughs>、um, I think I was always kind of entrepreneurial as a kid as well. Because I remember we would, when I was like 12 years old, we would organize like contests and concerts in my little town where we would charge people to get in and to watch us and stuff like that. To watch you? So, yeah. So we would perform <laughs> and dance, and we would borrow mics and all the equipment to set up the stage, and <laughs> it was、What? just five of us kids and doing stuff like that. Um, so I think I kind of had it 
always in me, uh, but I didn't plan it. And after semester at sea, I kind of knew I wanted to do it. Um, the trip completely changed me, and I realized I, w I wanted freedom above everything else. Yeah, same. That's why I'm sitting here not wearing pants on like a... <laughs> so I don't even know what day it is. I'm working from the coast right now. And yeah. That, these are the perks of it. But there are also, of course, downsides. But um, you are basically constantly working. But you can also choose and um, choose when not to work, which is also good. Yes. Um, and basically my friend just called me one day after semester at sea and asked me if I would want to start a business with him and I was immediately saying yes um, I knew him from uh, college uh, he and a couple of his friends were programming their developers um, and they needed someone in the team who would do business and the other stuff they did not know how to do and it, it just clicked naturally and we started the company Bamboo Lab what a modern day success story. <laughs> I have a business, but it's one person and it's also a mess. So <laughs> That's <always> exciting. <laughs> it's very exciting. Uh, okay, so is there anything you wish you could have done differently like before to prepare like in college? Because you say it all happened really rapidly. I get that because like after semester at sea, I was like broken and depressed and I was like not okay and I'm still not okay. But, <laughs> but I definitely would have done things differently in college or like even before then for me, like in high school, like I would have done everything differently if I had known like what I actually would end up doing. So like, how do you feel about that? Uh, I think um, I would basically go earlier to to do to do student exchange. What's that? Uh, I, uh, I firstly did Erasmus, which is like European exchange program, and I moved to Finland to study there. And after Finland, I kind of realized I want to travel. I want to experience more of the the exchanges. So after that, I came back to. And immediately I found a job in Spain. Then I moved to Spain and I worked for months there. Um, all of that kind of prepared me for semester at sea. Um, and yeah, kind of that, that's the only thing I would change that I can remember. Um, I'm not sure what else. Your hands on your mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah I would definitely change a lot like I wouldn't have been so adamant on going to the most expensive school in the world I would have gone to a state no, school we don't have these problems <laughs> okay like... yes yeah, so you don't have those problems as a European but in the US I would have gone to a cheaper school I would not have gone into so much debt for school which now is crippling me I would not have done that and that's my personal rant about I can't it. imagine that, but I, it's like, I don't know. It's horrific. Like, I, I can't even, like, breathe most days. Um, yeah, we're doing... So everything's fine. <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, don't do that. But um, I liked that school to some extent. Yeah. I'm not sure if I've done some things differently if I would uh, start the Bamboo Lab. Because I wouldn't meet 
my co-founders. It keeps sounding like you're saying Bumble app, like the dating app. Uh, and I'm like, um, no, you started no. Bumble. Where's the money? So it's lab, like laboratory. Yeah, I get it. That yeah. it's with your accent. That's what it sounded like. So I wanted to okay. clarify that. No, she did not I'm start so Bumble. So you hire people. You're, oh. You just said you're in charge of hiring. Um, my audience is mostly young people who are trying to get hired. So how can they actually do that? Well, <laughs> we kind of learned from our past mistakes of what kind of personalities fit within the company. And basically what it sums up to is that we always look for people who have that spark, who know what they want and who are going to go for it. Uh, a lot of people actually do not know what they want to do in life. And then Same. that spark is kind of, kind of miss, is missing. Um, <laughs> me. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you are actually doing now what you love. So. I don't know. That's all. I believe. <laughs> um, so yeah, these people are always full of energy and enthusiasm and they, they get things done, which is the most important part. Um, and yeah, we like to ask them always during the interviews to show us some examples of their past initiatives that, and what they did before. Um, yeah. So what should they do before? What if they're fresh out of college? What if they're like, I've never had a job? Um, yeah, that's challenging, but you can always learn online. Yeah. There are a lot of online courses. Um, so that's a big plus. And just showing the initiative, if someone finds us first, instead of just applying for something that we published online that we're looking for someone, um, really? and just shows the initiative. People constantly send us emails, like, look, they're asking. And you like uh, that? That's a good thing? But, yeah. Really? If it's not, like, email cannot be generic. Yeah. We hate it, of course. But if you show us through the email that you, like, done your research and you know what we're doing and and you thought about how can you contribute to our company and you're not just saying all this random stuff about yourself then we have a different picture uh, of you of the person who's applying so we sometimes give a um, possibility of the interview or anything else I guess that's true with um, freelancing in general is if you're like pitching someone, usually you'll do something like that. But that's not for like a long term employment position. In the US, like it's frowned upon to like go up to. No, uh, this is, yeah, this is for mostly for students yeah. um, who want inter internships. Oh, you do internships too? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, neat. For jobs, it usually goes through a bit complicated, more complicated process, and it's more official. Do you do unpaid internships? No. Okay, good. I was about to shame <laughs> publicly. <laughs> no, we're not. Because yeah. I, I, I would hate it, so I didn't want to do it in my own yeah. business. Yeah. Uh, it's really common here. Um, I did one unpaid internship, but it was for college credit, so it was okay. Also, I did nothing in it. I literally did nothing. Um, so that was fine. But then yeah. I did a paid internship, and I got paid, like, nothing. And then they were like, do you want to work full-time but still get paid nothing? And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so that was great. Okay, so let's talk about what you actually do. So you're involved in digital marketing, which is probably a bit different there than it is here. 
but also yeah. not. So, like, yeah. what are the biggest trends right now in digital marketing that you are dealing with right now? So, it's definitely vertical video. Yes. So That's what my stories, last business did. Instagram TV, Snapchat. Um, Snapchat ads are finally available for creation market. We, oh, really? For two months now. So, it's really new here. Do people still use Snapchat? I mean, teens do. So... Yeah, teens in Croatia, like minus um, everyone who is uh, younger than 18. Oh, yeah. Plus 18 is usually on Instagram. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, um, uh, yeah we did a lot so of video. Stories and video, um, and we also do a lot of event coverage. So we basically do so live social, all the real-time social media stuff for the events in Croatia. That's like really neat. Yeah, you are lucky. <laughs> I can't do that here because there's so it's many really people who are down here. Yeah. And we would, we would also hire uh, influencers who would do the filming for us. Oh yeah, well. tell me about that because the majority of my audience probably wants to be an influencer or already is oh. an influencer. So let's talk about that. Good topic. You should have suggested <laughs> that earlier. <laughs> um, I personally work with brands. I'm working with one right now. Um, and I like working with brands, but I also hate working with brands because sometimes they're really spammy and annoying. Like this one that sent me fake products and then was like harassing okay. me to write about it. And I was like, please stop. And so <laughs> that was weird. But like, how do you navigate that? Like with influencers? How does that work? Give me the other perspective. Okay. It, it will be a very different perspective because creation market is really small yeah, compared to the U.S. How many so we're basically like a small community and everyone in the digital community knows everyone. So there are like 100 influencers that we work with for like the whole country and all the brands. Oh just my God. Two, between 100. 100, but it's around that number. Um... So there are not a lot of influencers, and we all know basically to, with who to work and with who not. Uh, um, so yeah, it, the word goes very fast um, within the community. So do you pay your influencers? Of course. Okay, like, I was going to shame you for that too. I work for brands as an agency for telecoms, for example, in Croatia. Uh huh. So. In our proposals, we include budget for the influencers. So, yeah, they are, they are always paid. That's good. So yeah. far, you're better than, like, half the ones that I've tried to deal with. Uh, most of them just send cringy emails that are, like, they clearly have never read my website. <laughs> and they're just, like, harassing me. Like, one asked me if I wanted to do, like, EDN stuff. They were, like, okay. for the rave scene. And I was, like, have you read my blog? Because <laughs> this isn't me. <laughs> and they were, like, here's some vape pens. And I'm, like, I don't know, though. <laughs> it's just really <laughs> weird. Yeah, that's when they don't do their research. So they just send people random stuff. And they don't even look if it's going to fit your feed. Or... It's so bad. You, yeah. Most of the ones I work with are through a network, which I guess would be like you. But in the U.S., we're so big that we have influencer networks that only do influencer marketing. So they, like, help the brand find the people yeah, like, that you that. get paid. But I yeah. usually work through those. Those are way – you can always get paid. And <laughs> it's 
It's a better situation, so I always do those. But we have a really big influencer marketing situation over here. Something I would tackle. So it sounds good, uh, very um, challenging. And yeah. I, I mean, we kind of worked with all on Facebook ads with a couple of brands in US. Um, and I, I liked it. It was weird because I would have to get up in the middle of the night and optimize the ads. <laughs> um, in that regard, it wasn't fun, but yeah, it was definitely a challenge because it works differently for the bigger market. Huh. Bigger audiences and much more opportunity to optimize the ads. For Croatia, it's like a small market and you have a couple of... Um, you segment to a couple of audiences and like in a month, you... You use that, like, I don't know how to explain it, but since you have, like, um, six, 60, 100 people for something specific, mm -hmm. um, then the uh, the prices and the costs per click can go where, way up. Yeah, <laughs> Very that's true. <laughs> uh, that's not an issue here. Uh, cost per click is, like, super cheap in the U.S., but... Facebook ads isn't very good for, like, millennials here. Why not? We don't use Facebook anymore. Yeah, of I course. mean, for Instagram to some extent, but I don't know. People are, like, catching on to it, so it's less effective, I think. Like, when they first started the Instagram ads, you would actually see them, but now they're all for, like, creepy pyramid schemes, and I'm just, like, not interested. Cool. So that's digital marketing in Croatia. So if anyone wants a job, you now know. Just send her an email and. Oh God. <laughs> so, are you planning on growing your business? Like, how? What? What is in the future? Mm hmm. Um. Well, we plan to grow our team to for like at least five more people because already now we lack. You more see that people. everyone? She needs five more people. So. <laughs> <laughs> get us light and uh, Croatia's really nice and that's a good idea uh, our primary goal was to go to foreign markets and now we finally did that um, so we work a lot with UK um, and our end goal is basically to uh, develop our own um, product oh really like what basically uh, stop being an agency what kind of product? Like, what? What? It's a software product, but I cannot reveal a lot at the moment. <laughs> I mean, I can. It's not one of those things, oh, someone's going to steal my idea. That's stupid. Um, it's just in a development phase. <laughs> Interesting. I wonder what that is. Oh, motivational. Okay, so give me some, give me some advice. What's your top <laughs> advice for like young women who are like, I want to start my own business too, like maybe in social media or in content marketing or in something like that. I would probably say just do it. Do not overthink if you can do it or cannot, because that way you will always find a lot more reasons for not to do it than to do it. So just go for it and try it out. If it doesn't succeed, that's also fine. If it succeeds, great. You you just try. So it's important to try and learn from it. True. <laughs> <laughs> You're not it or <laughs> <laughs> that was fine. Um, you give all these motivational talks at like 
big oh conferences. They thought I would have some things prepared. You can't even like name things to do. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I think it's important just to go out of your comfort zone all the time because that's the way you develop yourself. Um, at least that worked for me because every time I would do something new, something I was uncomfortable doing, I would grow from it and learn something from it. So. Business was, starting my own business was one of those things as well, and it turned out great. Um, I mean, there were always, like, bad moments as well, but you just... What's a bad moment? I want one. Give me the gossip. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, like, people go, and you have to, like, think quick in order to um, stay on top and find a replacement for that person, or you are thinking about finances, or or someone in the team has a family at home and you're not sure if the finances are going to be good for the next two months. Um, so these kinds of questions when you have people depending on you. Did you ever freelance? Yeah, I did. Um, during college, I also learned stuff from that. Um, I basically did social media for clients in Croatia. Yeah, so how does that work? Like, I don't even understand social media freelancing because, like, how though? <laughs> so you're basically a community manager. So you okay. run their Facebook pages, uh, Instagram pages as well, so accounts. Um, so yeah, you basically work on social media content plans, publish, schedule. Um, yeah, make sure, making sure everything is growing in regards to engagement. Um, fun story. When I was working at that horrible place, I used to do the content there for like their social media which was confusing because that wasn't my job and then I did that for um, their clients and one of them was like this really big attorney who's like the best in the state and uh, I made a typo in one of their posts but it was like not even a real typo it was like I spelled U.S. like United States but I didn't put like a period between the U and the S which is fine, but okay. Anyway, I um, almost got fired that day. And um, they called, and they were yelling at me, and it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. You didn't go to print, right? I went on what? Facebook. Okay. But also, it wasn't a big deal, because it was on Facebook for, like, five minutes, and I could easily fix it. Also, it wasn't a typo, so it was just very strange. Like, that was the kind of anxiety I worked with, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it was can... really weird. Job, I don't like that. I do not like Facebook. No thanks. Okay, well, where can everyone find you? So you can visit our website. It's should I spell it? Yes, <laughs> they're gonna be like Bumble app. <laughs> oh God! Can I just like send you the link and you can put it in the? Oh, so it, this is not a video. Okay, sorry. <laughs> what? No, I was like... Oh, like if it, you're going to yeah. click on the video? No. Yeah. no I, I can put it at the bottom in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. Where are they going to send their... Where are they going to send their applications? So we have a website. <laughs> it's bamboolab.eu. Um, and also Facebook page is the same name. And you can also... The website links to the old social media profile, so you can find us there. Um, and you can also write to me directly. Uh, my email is soldoeva at gmail.com. <laughs> oh my God, you're giving all your info. You're like, my address is... This is my personal email, so you can reach me that way as well. Um, 
Yeah. And where's your Instagram? My Instagram. You can see all her raves. Yeah. Um, It's the same. So Eva Soldo. Oh, okay. Last question. IVA, not like Eva. Oh, yeah. It's IVA, which is confusing. I remember when I went to your door the first time on semester at sea. And I saw IVA, and I was like, this is the wrong person. <laughs> I was so confused. Definitely uh, not. Yeah, so that's that's strange. But, okay, last question. What's your favorite travel memory, semester at sea or otherwise? That's a hard one, and you know, I know it. No, that's why Asking. I'm ending with it. Probably climbing Lion's Head in South Africa. It was like a surreal moment. We're above the clouds, like sunsets. And it was just kind of, um, I don't know, peaceful and nice. And I could reflect on everything we went through before that. So all the countries we traveled before. Um, For reference, I did not climb this. I went up the chariot thing, whatever, the gondola. I took the gondola, but that was Table Mountain. Thanks for listening to another episode of Offbeat Grad. I hope you enjoyed Eva and I's chat. And please rate, review, and subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts, whether that's on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, your mom's car, whatever. And check us out on the blog. Not us, because just me. Check me out on the blog at samanthability.com or offbeatgrad.com for some more cool content. And I'll see you next week. So I'm going to go eat some noodles now and do some more work. So yeah, bye.